for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about choices. We all have preferences, and giving children choices is one of the ways we show them I honor and respect that you too have opinions. For the first part of a child's life, they're along for the ride. They're fine in whatever you dress them in. Self-feeding starts with food choices that you've already made. And then at some point, preferences are expressed. Sometimes it's about food. Sometimes it's about clothing. Sometimes it's about whether or not I want to go to sleep. Some preferences that a child expresses are, thank you for sharing that. Oh, I hear that you don't want to go down for your nap. I'm sorry. That's not an option. That's not a choice. Other times, a child's preference can be a nice moment for conversation. Oh, how come you don't like bananas? What is it that you don't like about bananas? Can we talk more about this? Yesterday, bananas were your favorite, and today you don't like them. Why is that? Giving a child choices. All right, I hear that you don't like bananas. Which fruit would you like? We have grapes and we have apples available. Giving a child choices is a sign of respect. Sometimes there's space and time for choices. For instance, which three books would you like to read before bed? But we set those up to meet our own parameters. Not, would you like to go to bed? Not, would you like to take a bath? Not, Would you like to eat dinner? But instead, would you like to wash your hands or would you like help washing your hands before dinner? Would you like to read books or take a bath first? Which shirt would you like to wear? And families also make choices about what is going to be an option for their child. Am I going to pack my child's lunch or am I going to simply create this and send them out the door with this? There is no good or bad. There's no rule that says you have to give your child choices at a certain age or at a certain time or this many choices during the day. Each family situation is different and sometimes time or situations dictate that choice is not available. And that's fine. There is no judgment. There is no rule book. But it is one of those times to start thinking when a child starts expressing opinions about things. Is this something we'd be willing to give our child choice in? Just like in the classroom, we don't start with, which work would you like to pick? And then go back from there. Well, actually, the bead cabinet is not available for a two-year-old. Or actually, no, the library is not available because somebody's sitting in there. We, we can't really backpedal. We start out small. Which of these puzzles would you like to pick? These three bead stringings are available. Which one would you like to do? You know all the materials on this shelf. Would you like to choose or would you like me to help you choose? Setting a child up for success by giving them incrementally more options. Giving them a safe set of choices so that no matter what they pick, they're successful. No matter which they choose, it really is an option. When we give a child choices that aren't options, 
we're setting them up for failure. Would you like oatmeal with bananas and milk, or would you like marshmallows for breakfast? That's a loaded choice. There really isn't a choice there because we know we want them to eat the nutritious breakfast. And so expecting them to pick that nutritious breakfast rather than the fun one is setting them up for failure. It's nice when we can give a child choices that really are options. Would you like to wear a windbreaker or a hoodie? Which hat would you like to wear on this snowy day? So that when a child makes a choice, they'll feel confident, they feel empowered, they feel respected. Which areas of life are available for your child to play a larger role in choosing? Perhaps it starts with clothing or with food. Children have control of so very little, and so often expressing an opinion starts with one of these areas where they exert a little bit of control. I don't want to wear that shirt. Uh, I no longer like mac and cheese. I hate mac and cheese. Or sleeping. I don't want to sleep. Or toileting. I'm not going to use the toilet. Children have control of so very little. And this is also why one of the first words that a child expresses is no. It's that opinion asserting itself. I want to have my voice heard and no gets a response. When you don't have many choices, no comes out because it's really the only, it's the only choice available to you. Finding safe ways that agree with your family's rules, your family's philosophy, for a child to express themselves, for a child to have an opinion and have that opinion be respected is a lovely time to say, yes, I see how much you've grown. You are no longer an infant who's along for a ride. You have your own opinions and I hear and respect those opinions. So what, what is a safe choice? It requires a little bit of preparation on the part of the adults to make sure that everything in a child's environment is going to be an option. For instance, we've spoken previously about clothing, making sure the clothing a child sees on a regular basis is everyday clothing that would be available for them to wear, and that sometimes clothing, special occasion shoes, perhaps a costume, are out of sight, out of mind. So that that's a non-starter. If you don't see it, if it doesn't catch your eye, you're probably not going to ask for it on your way out to school. Making sure things are up high in an opaque basket so that they're not an option for breakfast. If there are also sometimes foods, if you enjoy a cookie after dinner or marshmallows roasted in the summer, making sure those are out of sight, out of mind. So that when you ask a child, do you want peanut butter toast or do you want oatmeal for breakfast? Those cookies aren't staring them in the face, hoping that that's an option as well. Asking a child first, not what would you like to wear, but which of these two shirts, or as a child grows, which of these three shirts, or pick any shirt from this drawer. Growing those choices, growing those options as a child is expressing their own opinions as you have more confidence in a child's ability to choose, and as you become more comfortable with a child expressing their opinion. Sometimes it can be uncomfortable to realize how much this child has grown, that this even two or three-year-old has their own thoughts and opinions. The same is true of food, of asking a child, maybe after you come home from the store and you have pre-selected which foods are an option. Would you like ham or turkey on your sandwich? Would you like black beans or hummus? 
to give two or three safe choices, then growing that to when your child comes with you to the store. Which apples would you like to pick? Those green apples sure are beautiful. Yes, let's pick out five together. So giving a child more choices that are still safe. Again, the language is so careful here. Not, would you like to have fruit in your lunch this week? That's a loaded question. We expect probably that a child will have a nutritious menu and one of those nutritious options is probably going to be fruit. And so asking a child, would you like to have fruit? No, I'd rather have ice cream and pizza, as would we all. However, that's not going to set a child up for success. So not asking, would you like to wear your bathing suit or something more weather appropriate when they're getting ready for the the school day. Would you like to choose a long sleeve shirt or a short sleeve shirt and a hoodie? Giving those safe options that set a child up for success. This is not to say that if we word things just right, you will always get the expected answer. These are humans. These are growing children. They are not machines. They are not computers where if you code it just right, everything will turn out as you want. Once you express an opinion, and you realize that it's respected, there might be a pendulum shift. And to say, well, I don't want either of those choices. I want something that's not available. And that's where we in the classroom can sometimes use, I'm sorry, the library is unavailable. Somebody's there. Or at home, I'm sorry, cookies are not available as a breakfast option. Would you like to have, and repeating whatever two options were available, would you like to have peanut butter toast or oatmeal. And if if that's too much responsibility, if you're having a hard time deciding, I can decide for you. That's not a punishment. That's a grace that you're giving a child. That's a gift you're giving a child. Just as much as the self-reflection, the examining of your family's conditions and rules and expectations is a gift to the child of what options are we going to give you. When those options are showing themselves to be too much responsibility or maybe too stressful for a child in this time, it's okay to make those decisions for a child. Are you going to get yourself fastened in your car seat or am I going to help you? Not fastening is not an option. We're not going to drive out of this parking lot without a child being fastened in their car seat. So if an argument, a bit of pushback ensues, maybe a child's ready for a snack or a nap, I'm sorry, tomorrow we can try again. I'm going to help you this time. That's not punishment. That's not punitive. It's keeping a child safe. And just like giving options to your child, that's an option for a parent or for a caregiver. It's an option to just do it yourself. Perhaps it makes your family's life easier to choose what your child's going to have in their lunch, but there's options for what would you like to play after school? Would you like to color or would you like to play Duplos? Or maybe it's easier for your family. If you decide the clothing choices, it's laid out the night before or in the morning, you make those choices, but your child has the choice of whether she wants to put on the pants or the shirt first. Where can a child exert their voice, use their skills that they're developing every day and where can we respect it and where are they showing you that's the limit of my capacities today that's too much I need a little bit more support here that's making those choices for a child making your own choices 
helps to develop logic. Making your own choices helps to develop self-control. It's empowering. And when you feel that you are heard and respected, there's a higher likelihood in those moments where something just needs to happen. You'll know that you are heard and respected and you're more likely to be cooperative. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bondec and email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at bondec.org. Until next time.